This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Switching over to the defensive side of the football. Josh, one of the greatest developments about the Sunday night football game was the flat-out emergence of the pass rush. We didn't see a lot of it week one against the Chargers. I think that's partially because Justin Herbert, oh no, I'm going to say it, is a very good quarterback. He can get the ball out quickly. All of a sudden, though, Mac Jones, let me see here. I got the stats floating around. He was sacked four times. He was hit eight times. So, I mean, Andrew Van Ginkle, Bradley Chubb, man, this is a group that's finally starting to merge and show what we were all hoping for throughout the offseason. Yeah, and you mentioned how much of an uptick we saw in that pass rush. I mean, that was, again, without Jalen Phillips, without some of these other pieces. So, um, yeah, man, I think they blitzed. The only time they really got to Herbert week one was when they blitzed, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Last week, I mean, they were getting pressure in all sorts of ways. So um, you mentioned, you know, Justin Herbert being that very good quarterback. At one point we thought Russell Wilson was a good quarterback, right? I mean, I'm still waiting for him to do something here. I mean, in years past, you know, I might be a little bit concerned because it's Russell Wilson, you know, we've seen um, him look solid, but I, I don't know, man, he's turned into a pumpkin these last few years. So um, let's sack the hell out of him. Let's get that pressure and make him force, force him to make some mistakes because I mean, all over the paper, right? Um, offense, defense. I feel like the Dolphins are checking every box, and that's making me a little bit worried. So maybe that is why people are calling this one a trap game because, um, you know, they're 0-2, and, you know, you, they can't be overlooked. But, um, yeah, man, that pass rush really stepped up. And Andrew Van Ginkle, you got to get him out on the field despite Jalen Phillips being healthy. Get him out on the field because when he was out there, man, he was, he was all over Mac Jones. Looking at this Denver offense, Russell Wilson, you're right. He's been a pumpkin, but he kind of looked like a Seahawk. Like if you squint a little bit, when he was throwing to Marvin Mims Jr. last week, he had two targets, two receptions, 113 yards. It kind of felt like those old, like to Tyler Lockett or even before that Golden Tate connections, Doug Baldwin, different players like that. So you think about that matchup. That's one that I kind of have circled because Denver did throw to a few different receivers last week. 
How do you think the Dolphins are going to spread themselves out on defense? Do you think about the fact you have Jalen Phillips coming back? You still want to get Andrew Van Ginkle out there. So you got someone like Marvin Mintz, who is an absolute burner. Do you go with someone like Cater Kohu, who has shown that while uh, receivers are going to catch balls against them, they ain't going anywhere after the fact? Or Xavier Howard, who there is a little bit of risk and reward, especially with those deep balls of he could come down with a pick, but we've seen it happen. You know, everyone gets a little older in the NFL. Uh, the Dolphins aren't completely healthy in the secondary. Who do you go with? Yeah, man, that's a good question because they still got Cortland Sutton too, right? And Jerry he can Judy. be said he could be. Oh, so they do have some weapons there. So, um, yeah, I don't know how you match up here. I mean, I while you were talking, the first thing I wanted to say was not Eli Apple, right? I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. He had a. He had a pretty bad game last week, man. So, I mean, we keep hearing about Cam Smith taking extra reps. We hear Vic Fangio talking about that. So, maybe you match Cam Smith up, you know, give the rookie an opportunity against the rookie and Marvin Mims. But um, I don't know, man. They got some weapons out there on the outside. And you mentioned him being kind of like that Seattle um, quarterback. He is, right? I mean, he's not turning the ball over. I think he has five touchdowns and interception. He's being that, you know, quote-unquote game manager. So, um, they got some weapons there for him to work with. And then Javante Williams, a running back that I've always thought the world of there, obviously much happier with Javon Holland, but they do got some playmakers there. So match them up with Cam Smith. Let's do that. Cause Eli Apple, he can sit on the bench for all I care. Cam Smith, you mentioned it. He's been practicing more and more this weekend. You know, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say a surprise, but Josh, this is an interesting matchup because Vic Fangio, he used to be coach of the Denver Broncos. Of course, the team has since sold since then, and it's an entire new coaching staff. So things don't really feel the same as it was when Vic Fangio was there. But you have to think there's a little bit inside of him just kind of wanting to make a statement, especially this is a Dolphins defense. Yes, they held the Patriots to 17 points, but I think there's still another level in terms of just potential that this unit can reach and keeping deep opposing offenses, I don't know, below 10 even once in a while if the stars align? Yeah, I mean, we were coming in here we're talking about top 10 uh, defense and how everywhere Vic Fangio goes, that's where the defense kind of skyrockets up into the top 10. And we were even kind of saying they should be potentially top five, you know, right? When we were healthy with Jalen Ramsey. So maybe we have a little bit of egg on our face or maybe we just haven't seen this whole thing come together. And um, you mentioned Vic Fangio. No one wants it more than him. Well, maybe Bradley Chubb wants it more than him. But those two guys want to go in there and, you know, show the entire franchise, despite who the owner is, despite who is in charge there making the moves that they made the wrong decision. So maybe we see some of those, you know, plays and the schemes and things that Vic Fangio is dreaming up this all season that we kept hearing about, you know, the different approaches there. But um, I'm with you, Jake. I want to see this defense bring it all together and hold a team to the 10 points, this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, this could be that game, right? Home atmosphere, hometown, um, your first game, home opener. you got the Vic Fangio revenge game, Bradley Chubb. I think you even mentioned River Craycraft. Why not put it to them? So, um, yeah, man, let's see what this Vic Fangio defense can do. But you got to stop a guy like Marvin Mims, who as soon as they get behind that secondary, it's game over, right? That's uh, Russell Wilson's bread and butter is that deep ball. I do really like this matchup, Josh, because it just seems like a perfect opportunity for this Dolphins defense. Wilson was sacked seven times, hit 14 times last week. One of the biggest plays against the Patriots was when Bradley Chubb came out of nowhere and forced a fumble um, as a trailer uh, on a pass play over the middle. So, Joshua, if you're getting to Russell Wilson for 14 hits and you have guys like Andrew Van Ginkle, you have guys like Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb, this is a unit that's not only going to hit Russell Wilson, but they're going to do what they can to take the ball away. You know, you mentioned he doesn't throw interceptions, but holding on to that ball that long doesn't mean you're immune to turning it over. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, no, I mean, you're you're setting this thing up, man. We should, everyone should go start the Dolphins' defensive fantasy. Is that what you're trying to say, Jake? I mean, you're right. 14 pressures. That's that's absurd. So um, hits. It, 14 hits. hits. That's oh. crazy. Yeah, that's that's even worse. Damn. Okay, so yeah, I think this is the opportunity for everybody just to come together, right? And this is just to be the perfect offense defense masterclass but we're saying this you know it all sounds good saying it out loud but we know this is the nfl this is every given sunday we know sean payton's getting paid a shit ton of money they're owing too man he wants this game so bad i'm sure russ wilson wants this game it's not going to be as easy as it might sound on paper but if they could put it all together if vic vangio and that defense can do what we've seen them build upon these last few weeks if that offense can continue to take the next step man we should convincingly win this one if we are up there with you know the chiefs and the bills and all those teams that we sit here and pretend that we are at least we we think we are right yeah we're afc contenders and then uh here's a here's a quick nugget for you josh i believe the dolphins are nine and one in their last 10 home games against the broncos you know what that one loss was no tim tebow baby how fun Uh, remember how fun that game was yeah you see that's the dory memory i'm pretty sure we just did uh mentioned on a a pod like two two pods ago and i already forgot so yeah that was just dumb right stephen ross uh, honoring the florida gators and then tim tebow being Tim Tebow for that one game against us. Well, he had the playoff game, but that, that was like the star. I just remember Daniel Tosh being so riled up about Tim Tebow and, and it was just so disappointing. Welcome to another Dolphins podcast where you not only get to hear about the Tim Tebow game, but we also continue to bring up Urban Meyer. So we have all the good vibes, <laughs> all the good thoughts. But dude, looking at this Dolphins defense against this Denver offense, I can't help but <laughs> love the matchup. I think Javante Williams, while he is a good playmaker, I think the Dolphins defense matches up with him really well. He's not necessarily that Austin Eckler type where he can just kind of evade everyone and find the and, and really attack the open field. I like this matchup for as you know queasy we tend to feel. This is one where I, I don't feel queasy at all. The home opener, I think this defense wants to make a statement. A couple players have kind of shuffled through the group in the first few weeks. Josh, how do you feel about David Long and how much he'll play on Sunday after uh, finally finding his footing against the Patriots? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel good. I feel like I have egg on my face because he was one of my stock down guys after one week, right? Where he didn't even really get out in the, where he didn't even really get out in the field. So, I mean, I, I think David Long's starting to hit his groove. He's starting to prove to be that difference maker in the middle of the Dolphins' defense that we long yearned for. So, um, I think he's trending up. He's more of that player we saw last week than the week before, and I think that's what we all want from this entire defense, right? I mean, that first week it was a little bit. Um, I mean, they got gashed in the run game, held Herbert in check a little bit, but we want to see more of the Dolphins' defense that we saw last week than the one in week one. Yeah, I'm interested to see how Deshaun Elliott keeps getting involved too. That's another guy who I thought week two, you start to see that number one, number 21 more and more just being around the ball. I think he had a fumble recovery. I'm just continuously going to be focused on this defensive front. Maybe not the pass rush, the edge rushers, but I just want to see how things develop with Zach Sealer, Raekwon Davis, and, and Christian Wilkins, especially when you consider behind them, Deshaun Hand and Brandon Peely. Those are two undrafted free agents. And then you have Emmanuel Ogba who has just, been brutal for a couple weeks so is there anyone you kind of are hoping to see a little bit more out of defensively I mean I guess for me it'd probably be 
I want to see Andrew Van Ginkle continue to get those reps. I mean, I, I don't need to see more of his production necessarily, but I want to see him continue to get some reps with Jalen Phillips back in the lineup. Emmanuel Ogba, I mean, again, if we could, we could get rid of him in that contract any day now because he's just taking up reps at this point. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with AVG just based on, you know, Jalen Phillips coming back. But one thing we got to mention, Jake, is we're talking about how good the Dolphins, you know, kind of looked last week compared to week one. They've been using Javon Hond a lot in the box, kind of like we alluded mm-hmm. to when Jalen Ramsey went down. So he's being that difference maker he's kind of being that you know quote unquote you know linebacker that big body that can come in there and, and affect the run game as well as the passing game so i'm excited to see what uh, javon holling continue to do right in this new role so uh, i'll say vg what about you jake who, who are you looking to see step up or you know maybe get some more snaps these next few weeks it it's just really figuring out how to get everyone on the field is it is it raekwon davis you play a little bit less so you can get another linebacker out there i can't figure it out Brandon, Brandon Jones. I should have said Brandon Jones, right? Don't we want to see Brandon Jones get more snaps? I guess that should have probably been my answer. But if you got Javon Holland coming down the box and you want to get Brandon Jones healthy because that's another piece you're adding later, I, I don't know, man. Sorry, I had to bring that up. Sorry. No, that's. I, I'm really happy you did, Josh, because we mentioned this about Tron Armstead, but Brandon Jones is another one. If he's not going to be fully healthy and playing by week four, why, is, why wasn't he put on IR, right? It's just why even play around with it if it's up for debate. And, you know, Javon Holland had... 11 total tackles, six solo, uh, one tackle for a loss. I mean, I think we mentioned it in the past too, Josh. I don't think we want the safety to be leading the team in tackles. So I'd love to see Brandon Jones get a little more involved and maybe take some of that in-the-box work away from Javon Howard, who then could be that free safety and help out with, you know, we mentioned the Marvin Mims and, and the threats they do have in this receiving group. Yeah, and we continue to hear, you know, Vic Fangio needed three safeties to, you know, utilize his defense properly. Right now, he's basically using the two, right? He's Deshaun Elliott, and I think Javon Holland both played um, 100% of the snaps last week. So I, I really I want to see more Brandon Jones because I think we all like what he can do. And I think you're right. He can be that guy that can also do some of the stuff that Javon Holland does, drop down in the box and let, you know, Javon Holland maybe – play nickel a little bit more drop back and play cover uh, free safety more in Rome there but um whatever it is man that defense looked much better last week and intrigued to see the way they go in, into this battle because um again we all were thinking the moon of this defense thinking top five top 10 aspirations we want to see it before um I guess we want to see that all come together and come to fruition this week you know we we both said that we'd love to see them hit that hold a team till 10 points but Come four o'clock on Sunday, Josh, is there a score that if the Denver Broncos scored X amount of points, you'd be disappointed in this defense? I mean, above, you know, maybe above 25. I don't know where that limit is. I mean, even that seems like, even, even that seems like a lot, but I'm sitting here thinking if I was going to say 30 and if they get to 30, I would just lose my damn mind. Right. I I got 27, 20 prediction for the game. I don't know if you want that now. So I'll say if it gets above 25, then I'd start to worry or even in 25, that, that seems like a lot of points, doesn't it? Exactly. And, and I'm right there with you. I, I think 17 again, Patriots, they're, they're home at Gillette, Sunday night football, holding them to 17. If you can't do that in your home opener against the Denver offense, that has struggled despite the Sean Payton effect. I think that might be a little bit of a, a little bit of a sign to start getting queasy. 